See why you chose this from Codford. And uh, get your booties on because it's cold out there, people. Welcome into the swamp. It's Thursday. It's December 22nd, 2022. A little dark outside, warm in here by the heater. What's going on, Codford? Got that right, Mariah. I don't care what you call it where you're at, but you can go ahead and call it cooler than what it was about 30 minutes ago. Because we were out there 30 minutes ago, about 45 degrees. Now it's done slip below 40. So I'm just telling you this: if the fat man with a red suit gets up on the rooftop, better have a bungee cord in case he falls. All right. Hey, what's going on your side of the swamp? And the Tar Heels win. Mm-hmm. They pull one off. It was a good game. Could have played Rocky on that one. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, a little physical game out there. We just want to come out and play basketball. <laughs> so, Coach, what's your plan for this game? Oh, to have more points at the end of the game when the time runs out than the other team. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, the Tar Heels did beat Michigan. They got about a week off, and they play next Friday, and we'll be there. And uh, that's that. I got another North Carolina story, and it's not about the lottery. What? So if you're in North Carolina, you know there are bears. You just, I would think, it's like especially if you live there and you're from there, you would know there's bears. Well, this woman... uh, She's, you know, her ring goes off, her security camera goes off, and she normally leaves um, food, like snacks, for the delivery drivers. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a bear. (laughs) But listen to what she put in there for snacks. Bagels, cream cheese, and salmon. Whoa. Didn't have to go upstream to get one of those, did it? Bear, salmon, bear. Salmon. Yeah. Anywho, so that's what that's all about. So here's the bear, and there go the bagels. And he's probably like, could you have opened this cream cheese for me? It's, you know. As one lonely woman, I'm telling <laughs> you, really got to put bagels and salmon out for the delivery people and tracks the bears. Okay. <laughs> the- they always call him the porch fire, you know, the porch fire bear. <laughs> All right, uh, a little music news. 1979, Rupert Holmes started a two-week run at number one with Escape, the Pina Colada song. It's his <laughs> only U.S. number one solo hit. It was a huge hit. Yeah. <laughs> it was, do you like Pina Coladas? Like, don't you go out there on that porch and try to get the bagels because you have to go one-on-one with the bear. Don't bear, don't bear, don't bear, don't bear. All right, 2014, Joe Cocker died. Oh. Lung cancer. He was in Crawford, Colorado. He was 70 years old. Sheffield board singer was known for his gritty voice, spasmodic body movement and performance, and definitive versions of popular songs of varying 
genre. Or oh. as Alex Trebek used to say, genre. He had a Cropper had a career lasting more than 40 years, included his cover of the Beatles with a little help from my friends. You are so beautiful and up where we belong. In the early 60s, Cocker was performing as Vance Arnold. The name was a combination of Vince Everett, Elvis Presley's character in Jailhouse Rock, which Cocker misheard as Vance, and country singer Eddie Arnold. That's all you going to throw in there? Yeah, okay, I was waiting for the rest of it. Hey, uh, so, you know, Josh Allen, I, I know you don't know him personally, but. Yeah, quarterback. So Strong, fun to watch. He he just got his offensive line, not only a spot in the playoffs, but a whole set of scooters. Really? Yeah, he got everybody broke. a motorized <laughs> scooter. So, yeah, do you really want to win or not? But you can't really get on until after the season. Yeah. They're, uh. Oh, there you go. So that's uh, his Christmas present to them. Um, yeah. So Christmas present to us this morning. After a little workout, we go up and we decide to go to the new Walmart filling station because we have one now in Coffin. And get a little gas. We'll push on and you. I decide I'm going to get some scratch offs. That's right. And I opt for the Christmas nutcracker. Yep. And I use my little phone app, scratch it off, get in the car, we're headed back to the house, and, uh, doot-doot. Invalid. Okay, I'd not do the other one. Invalid. Contact vendor, or contact lottery hotline, or something like that. It's not working, point of the story. So, we go, and, uh, to the next gas station, because we're closer to it. And the lady says, where did you get this ticket? I said, from a guy outside on the corner. Why, is something wrong? <laughs> I said, no, I got the Walmart filling station. Well, you need to call the hotline. This is not a real ticket. I said, oh, wow, it sure looks, yeah, the hotline, because they got a lottery hotline. So I go in, find the lottery, the lottery lot line. Oh, let's, let's <laughs> okay, that. switch that. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of options. So we just go to another filling station. She tells us, oh, well, you, where did you get this? I said, the filling station at Walmart. You know, the new one we got now in Kaufman. You know, we check ourselves out. Yeah. And uh, she said, well, you need to go back because they haven't activated it. Why well, did I not think of that? I know. <laughs> they, you know, since we check ourselves out now anyway, we got to remember to activate things. Yeah. So I go back and I say, ma'am, the other lady at another filling station said this needs to be activated. And boy, the look on her face was like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And I said, well, I don't either. So I came back to you. So anyway, she fixed it. I won $5. And uh, yeah, probably saved a whole lot of people some trouble, including that lady whose name was Joyce. You could have declined it. I could have, just like a refrigerator that I didn't know, getting a new refrigerator back in Florida. And uh, long story that I'm going to make short because it's spread over about six weeks and we don't have time for that kind of show because uh, we're going to my cousin's for taco soup on Saturday. So, um, 
yeah, they bring me a refrigerator and it doesn't fit into the refrigerator spot. And so the guy leaves it for me because the other one just falling apart and it's, he's not going to leave me with nothing. And yeah, I get on the phone and I'm talking to the lady said, Hey, it doesn't fit. I need the smaller version. Well, where's the other one? I said, I'm looking at it. It's right in the middle of my kitchen floor. What? You didn't refuse it? Uh, beg your pardon, ma'am. Well, you're supposed to refuse it if something's wrong with it. Something that could have been brought to my attention before you left it in my kitchen. But anyway, I got the, I know y'all are concerned. I did get a new fridge, but that other one was pretty neat. So, uh, Sadie, she was sitting in front of the heater. Ba-na-ba, ba-na-ba. She read the manual because she was back far yeah. enough. And she said, happiness is a warm puppy. Well. And you know who else said that? Charles Schultz. No kidding. Yeah. Ba-na-ba, ba-na-ba. Sadie's warm in the wind. Just kidding. We have her inside, guys. All right, Dad. What'd you know? Rhubarb. Oh. Yeah, you know, Rhubarb played for uh, the Packers back in the 40s. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell about Rhubarb nutritionally-wise, and then I'm going to have a little story about Rhubarb. Oh, boy. Say, retired coach. You know? Yeah. Where were you? <laughs> December 1967. Uh, anyway, rhubarb is the fleshly edible stalks of species and hybrids of room in the family Polygonese, which are cooked and used for food. And I sure hope so. For all that. Polygenesis. Nice yeah. word. Okay. Uh, poly means a lot or something. Rhubarb has efficient antibacterial activities. Again, a variety of bacteria, including Staphylococcus, Helicobacteria pylori, Echerichia coli, and many <laughs> others. <laughs> also, rhubarb can reverse bacterial resistance to antibiotics by inhibiting the formation of bacterial biofilms. Rhubarb can regulate gastrointestinal function. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Rhubarb has anti-inflammatory effects. In the treatment of inflammatory conditions, the plant can promote recovery of the structure and physiological functions of various organs in the body. Rhubarb has anti-cancer properties. The plant has an inhibitory effect on a variety of tumors in the digestive, respiratory, and reproductive systems. The anti-cancer action of rhubarb may be attributed to a variety of anti-tumor chemicals extracted from the plant. Okay. But rhubarb. like other things, it could have possible side effects. Rhubarb leaves should never be consumed. The leaves of the plant have high levels of oxalic acid, which make them poisonous. This substance can cause severe vomiting, kidney failure, and at a very high levels, it could be fatal. 
Alright. Well, we got some recommendations. <laughs> Eat the leaves. <laughs> the edible part of the rhubarb is the stalk. Okay. It is safe to eat the stalk of the vegetable in reasonable quantities. Although there is no official recommendation on the consumption of rhubarb, it is not recommended to eat it every day. All right. Now, see, the rhubarb deal got me back to a story that happened when the retired coach was going to x-ray school. We're in the food line at the University of Baylor Medical Center as I was gazing at the burgers and got my fry. As we slid on down, I said, oh, I'm gonna get this cherry pie. I love cherry pie. Got it, paid for it. We go around, set it at our little place. Take, finish the main consumption of the burger and the fries. And then we're going to eat some of this cherry pie. I took a bite. I thought I was going to die, <laughs> as Rosanna, Rosanna Dana would say. I said, this cherry pie is horrible. And somebody at the table says, well, that's not cherry pie, man. That's rhubarb. I said, rhubarb? Yeah, that on the sign there. I said, I didn't see no sign. <laughs> Evidently, I said, This cherry's gone bad. Terrible. And uh, I think that must have been the one that had leaves in it or something. Oh, leaves. I don't know if I've ever had it. Oh, well. Apparently, I'd remember. I've had a one biter. Now, the crust was okay, but hey, that was a bad deal. Rhubarb. One rhubarb of rhubarb. Oh, I tell you, I've been rhubarb, and I hope that never happens. Again, <laughs> I don't know if they forgot put sugar in or something. I don't know. First of all, it wasn't cherry pie, that's for sure. All righty. Cafeteria food. I talked a little bit about vitamins yesterday and ways that you can get them, the pros and cons that you can have. You know, we talked about capsules, tablets. Today, time release tablets and capsules. The pros for that. Releases ingredients over time for sustained effect. Ensures individuals does not get key ingredients all at once or right away. Now, is that not the same thing? All at once or right away? I think it I think it is. Okay. Yeah. The cons should not be crushed, split, or chewed. And I put that with rhubarb. <laughs> Anyway, Pure vitamin, that yeah. sounds awful. Less immediate and are noticeable effect. That's the cons. Soft gel vitamins, the pros. Gelsin-based casing helps protect from spoilage. Consider it easy to swallow than capsules and tablets. The con may contain lower ingredient levels versus tablets. The gelsin-based Casing may add a mild flavor. All right. A couple more things. We'll talk about them a little later. But, because uh, we need to get back on the construction mail for the uh, Redstone Heater. 
and we stopped yesterday at the caution. And we got we have to also remember that uh, one of the things that you've got to know is the appliance is hot when in use. We'll bring that up. So here's three more little uh, important instructions for the redstone heater. And let me tell you, they're important or they wouldn't be printed here. The appliance is not to be used by children or persons with reduced physical, sensory, or mental capabilities or lack of experience and knowledge unless they have been given supervision or instruction. Well, maybe we shouldn't have let Sadie turn it on and use it today. I know. Hmm. And chew on the cord. The next one, always unplug this appliance when not in use. And the sixth one, do not operate any heater with a damaged cord or plug or after the appliance malfunctions or if it is has been dropped or damaged in any manner. Okay, don't operate if malfunction. What the? How's that? How you, how you gonna operate if it's malfunction? Yeah. Don't work anyway. Do not operate if this does not operate. I Heater just know you, will be hot. I just know you gotta do what to the lotto ticket? You gotta get it what? Activated. Yeah. So you don't want it to be invalid. With a heater. I have been staying with old uh, Willie this week on our quotes. Got another one. You'll never get ahead by blaming your problems on other people. You won't. So Willie Nelson. We got way up in ourselves, aren't we? Again, if you haven't been outside red here, the, the brunt has got here. It's kind of calmed down a little bit, but uh, just by looking outside the windows here in the corner office, uh, that it's for sure going to get cooler. So you can bet your sweet bippy on that one. Well, Casey, you got anything else over there? Multiply, subtract, add, or divide? Stay in and read. Check out that Gen Library, Swamp Productions Facebook. It's right to the links. Have a great day. Stay warm. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid. Make it count. Doo-doo.